0: This podcast is brought to you by the Alien Soda Company, your connection to pop culture and paranormal themed merch. AliensodaCompany.shop for all things out of this world.
1: All right, everybody, let's get into something wild here. The unsolved mystery of the Circleville letters. Buckle up. This one's a rabbit hole. Let's talk about it on this episode of the Paranormal Mind podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Paranormal Mind Podcast. <laughs> Gets me every time. What's up, everybody? And you know what? We do the what? same. <laughs> we do the same intro every time. Like it's okay. You know, when yeah. are you not going to be surprised that I say "What's up, everybody"? Never. It'll be.
2: We'll, we'll have a hundred episodes in. and I'm still going to be surprised. It's
1: because you do the same thing on your lives too. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Well, at least I'm concerned. There's there's nothing wrong
2: with it. It's just funny.
1: All right. Well, let's get into this episode of the podcast. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Um, real quick, before we jump into it, if you're not a Patreon member, become Be a, a pa- Patreon yeah. member. We are so close to the 100, the, the goal that we set for ourselves, 100 Patreon members. Once we get there, we're going to do a drawing for an all-expense-paid trip to come investigate with me and the guys from Searchers. So... <laughs> Oh. oh. Or, oh. okay,
0: forget I said that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody can come see Shane and then these other fucking guys that he... The searchers. Yeah, when, the searchers. we said like, No, I see what you said. We're the you back, said it,
1: not me. God. We're the background singers, my guy.
0: Wow. I'm glad y'all said it. Shane I Pittman
1: and it. the Temptations. <laughs> the fuck? Hey, Were the temptation still successful? You're welcome. Anyway. All right, Gladys Knight. (laughs) All right. So, um, yeah, become a Patreon member. (laughs) Patreon.com forward slash searchers believe. And let's get to 100 so we can do that drawing. All right? Yeah. All right. So imagine this, guys. Do I need to sign up for Patreon so I can hang out with you, too? Let's get (laughs) up. That that would be a good idea. It would be at 88 Patreon members. All right. So... So imagine this, all right? You live in Circleville, Ohio, a small town, America. South then town. suddenly, suddenly out of nowhere, people start getting these anonymous letters in the late 70s and early 80s filled with accusations, secrets, threats, and just downright creepy stuff. This wasn't just a one-time thing, though. This was happening regularly, sending the town into a swirl of paranoia and fear. In the craziest part, nobody knows who the hell wrote these letters. The first person to get a letter was Mary Gillespie, a school. bus driver. Now, Mary gets this crazy letter accusing her of having an affair with the school superintendent. She denies it, goes to the cops, but the letters keep coming and they're hitting other people in town, too.
2: Did she actually have an affair? I don't don't know that (sighs) part.
1: All right. And man, it wasn't just the people, local businesses, organizations, you name it. They were all getting hit with these spooky letters. People in the town were changing their phone numbers, going unlisted, doing anything they could to try and avoid being the next target. Now, here's where it gets... It's really creepy, all right? God, y'all laugh at everything I do, all right? Here's where it gets creepy. Yeah, here's where it gets really creepy. These letters weren't just accusations. They had inside information. Stuff you'd think only someone close would know. So that was all true. A lot of it was. So the investigators are thinking, this has got to be someone who's got the inside scoop on everybody's dirt local cops spent spent years trying to crack this case interviewing people checking handwriting samples offering rewards even resorting to hypnosis but nada they couldn't nail down a solid suspect and then in a wild twist they arrest a local businessman paul Freshour, refresh hour i guess i don't know who these names are so weird Paul Hour, whatever, in 1983, saying he's the guy behind the letters. But Paul swears up and down he's being set up. He gets locked up anyway, and here's the kicker. The letters didn't stop. Uh Uh-oh. Even while he was in prison, these letters kept showing up. Since then, everybody's got their own pet theory. Was it a group effort? Some crazy marketing stunt gone, gone horribly wrong? Maybe it's someone with a grudge or a mental illness. And of course, you've got people suggesting it was some kind of government conspiracy. But the truth is, no one really knows, and that's what makes it so intriguing. So this just goes to show you never know what's happening behind closed doors, even in the most ordinary of places. The mystery of the Circleville letters is still out there, a bizarre testament to the power of an and an, uh, second no, I say don't it, even try it. it don't the even the power try it. and the chaos it can cause it's unsettling. <laughs> so remember, next time you open your mailbox, keep your wits about you. I'm just going to talk over the laughing and the talking from now on. So here are some similar stories of mysterious letters. The first one is the Westfield Watcher letters, and this happened in 2014 to a family in Westfield, New Jersey. I made
0: a whole TV show about it. Yeah, they Did began
1: they? they began receiving creepy. Letters from an anonymous sender shortly after purchasing their new home it
2: was just a shame.
1: The writer, who referred to themselves as the Watcher, claimed to have been observing the house for decades. The letters included eerie statements about the family's children, renovations, and other personal details. Despite a substantial police investigation and media coverage, the identity of the Watcher remains unknown. The second story was the Croydon Cat Killer letters. In the mid 2010s, South London was plagued by a series of animal mutilations, primarily cats, which led to widespread fear and media coverage. In 2018, an anonymous letter was sent to various media outlets claiming responsibility for the attacks and threatening further violence. While the police concluded the attacks were likely the work of foxes, the letter's origin, like the true cause of the mutilations, remains a mystery. And the third story is the Viper letters in Circleville. Interestingly, Circleville, Ohio, was subject to another anonymous letter scandal, In 1977, many residents received letters from someone calling themselves the Viper, threatening to use poison gas. I'm the Viper. Yeah. Schools and businesses were shut down and the National Guard was called in. While these letters caused a panic, they turned out to be a hoax. A local teenager was caught and admitted to sending the letters as a prank, proving that sometimes the mystery does get solved. Of Uh,
2: course, a teenager (laughs) would
1: name himself the Viper.
2: Yeah,
1: of course. Let's let's dive into some wild territory here. OK, I was whenever I was research, researching this, I was like, OK, what are some possible explanations other than just somebody sending it? And you you can never find out who it is. Right. 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 We're talking about a ports. OK, that's right. Apports ports is this crazy idea that objects can just materialize out of thin air. And now you're probably thinking, Shane, have you gone off the deep end? But just stick with me on this one for a minute. And one prime example of this was uh, a Holzer Files episode, uh, The Devil in Texas episode episode. Hans Holzer actually did a case with this kid, Andy, uh, that unfortunately took his own life mm-hmm. because of everything yeah. that was going on. Yeah. He was claiming letters were appearing out of thin air. His father also confirmed this. They would take the letters that had weird handwriting on it. A lot of people speculate it's, it's them doing it, but you never know. There's like this, there's something this really been,
2: uncomfortable about that. Thing right.
1: supporting, have yeah. you ever heard of these cases, especially with us, with the cases that we do? Have you ever heard of uh, people saying they set down their... Their keys and they oh, knew they yeah. set them down in uh, a yeah. certain area yeah. and then they disappear and they don't know where they and then they appear somewhere else. Yeah, of course it could be maybe a family member playing a trick. But what if they live alone? And right. what what if
2: I've heard some the really bizarre ones?
1: Faculties are intact and they're like, I know I set it here, yeah, and it yeah. moved. I was, yeah. you know,
2: I worked on a private case here locally one time and they had like a whole like big ass keychain with tons of keys on it that went missing for like six months and then they just found it sitting on the kitchen floor. Yeah, like in the middle of the
1: floor that's unreal that's unreal. <laughs>
2: they had already made new copies of all the keys that were on it because it was like janitor sites
1: you know key ring so so um the apportation all that stuff that we're talking about Let, let's talk about one case in particular it's kind of cool so this famous guy from india i'm not even going to say his name uh <laughs> I should spell it. It is Sathya Sai Baba. Sai Baba. So this guy was supposed to be a spiritual leader and he was known for producing things like rings, necklaces and holy ash out of nowhere. Just propping these things in or just popping these things into existence in front of crowds of people. So he just made dust. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild, but of course there's controversy with skeptics <laughs> suggesting he no. was just no. a skilled magician using sleight of hand. And then there's this case from way back in the day, late 1800s medium named Usapia Palladino. I bet that's how you say it. In Italy. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> During her seances, small objects would appear suddenly materialize out of the blue. But again, people have argued whether it was legit or just another trick. Of course, you always have the skeptics. Rightfully so. I, I think people need to question when yeah. things like that happen. Oh, yeah. For sure. You can't just say it's, oh, it's a supernatural occurrence. You, you can't didn't say question that. anything. Could you imagine where the world would be? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so finally, let's head to Brazil with this guy named Carlos Mirabelli. He claimed to have had the ability to produce a reports during his mediumship sessions. And we're talking about things like live birds and a bunch of other stuff appearing out of nowhere. It's pretty hmm. insane. But look, as intriguing as all these stories are, there's always a big question mark. It's always fun to entertain these possibilities, especially in the paranormal, because we always you have to entertain that. Right. Especially whenever you're having firsthand accounts and eyewitness accounts where oh, they're yeah. saying look, I know I'm not crazy. This appeared out of nowhere, just like the devil in Texas case. This was a huge deal to the point to where Andy, the boy that was being affected, uh, ended up taking his own life because he couldn't deal with it anymore. So yeah. it, he was dealing with it with his family when he was very young, when in his twenties, he ended up taking his life because of all the all the turmoil yeah, and all, get the, tired all the, of the trauma yeah, dealing you know? with
2: it and being stuck in it.
1: So whenever you're taking a look at that stuff, you got to take, uh, yeah, of course there could be illness and stuff involved. There could be a lot of people that are misunderstood or they're, uh, they misunderstand the situation. They're misinterpreting the, the situation. But you always got to entertain these things because, you know, all of the stories that we hear from all of this, it's enough to where you have to take notice. It's not just, I don't think all of it's just a random thing. So circling back to the Circleville letters, yeah, it, they never found who it was. And of course it could be, it most likely is somebody just <laughs> oh, yeah. sending it. This is, but, this is some like nosy Nancy.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, but the <coughs> fact that you know it was to businesses, to organizations, and people still never found out who it was. That's kind of this person was very good at hiding. Somebody's been. Hell, man,
2: that's probably even creepier to be honest. If yeah. it's like a, a real person there doing all this stuff. <sighs> yeah,
1: yeah, but you you know that's that takes a lot to actually stay in the shadows. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, think
0: about it. Like somebody who's just so bland that they just yeah. blend in, and but then just know never, all these yeah. pertinent details about everybody's lives. They're always a around, but they're never noticeable. I mean,
1: that happens all the time.
2: It does, but it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. It's like Ricky over there. He's always around. Our our
1: mascot. So, yeah, that's the Circleville letters. I want to talk about it because it was just a crazy story. And again, back to the apportation stuff. Have you ever had anything? Have any of you had anything happen where something maybe appeared out of nowhere you didn't have an explanation for or something disappeared? Anything like that? I watched Chris Angel do a lot of cool shit. (laughs) Chris (laughs) Angel... Chris Angel is freaking badass, man. He really David is. Blaine. David Blaine is
0: freaky. That's yeah. my thing, is a lot of this a lot of that, that's what it makes me think of is just magicians. Slight of yeah, hand yeah, magicians. Yeah. yeah. It's very easy. And because of how I don't know what the right word is, but because of how not as educated on magic as people were back in those days, sleight of hand was more spooky and, and you know, people were nowadays if somebody makes a quarter disappear, you're like, Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Well, ha- have you have you ever heard of uh, <laughs> e- e- even in the, in the churches and stuff where they say yeah. gold appears out of nowhere. It yep. yeah. appears from the ceiling and just uh, trickles down. I've been waiting for and it. And they're like, it's the gold from heaven. Yeah. It's like, where? God, can you drop like a ton of gold yeah. on me specifically? Yeah. Just, just a handful. I, I'm good. And then
0: <laughs> you get smashed by a ton of gold and then you're dead. Yeah. And, then and the, you got exactly you what, got you what
1: you wanted. wanted yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. But there, there's, there's that. There's people that say, oh, my loved one, if you see pennies appear out of nowhere, where that's your loved ones Dude. checking on you
2: and so i i went and spent the night in this haunted oh this is a good story haunted yeah. uh, hotel it's in savannah 1790 N. In one of the uh which is a
1: cool spot by the yep. way
2: one of the places one of the things there is that there's a little boy there that leaves pennies everywhere and of course i've investigated in a million places so i was just like okay yeah this is another story of a million stories i've heard anyway they give you your own like key like it's not a key card it's right. like a key it's lock an key. it's an actual it's an actual key to To get in in and out because these are like really this is a really old inn man we were finding pennies everywhere i was finding pennies inside my shoes i was finding (laughs) pennies like on the like the framework of the doors so Um, so how
1: many are we talking about
2: here i mean i probably had 20 pennies throughout a single night we only stayed there a
1: night and nobody could have walked nobody had there's no way because there was one time
2: i took my shoes off we took a nap i woke up to put my shoes back on
1: to leave and there were pennies in my shoes yes so you don't think anybody snuck in? <laughs> no, just to, there's know? no
2: way, dude. There's no way. And it's not just me. It's my wife there, too. So oh, like, and we know boy. how freaked out she probably yeah. was. So, like, there ain't no way that, like, that somebody would have just walked in and put a penny in my shoe. There's Imagine, just no way. Imagine
0: you just start coughing and just pennies start coming like, out. Like, when I
2: found them on the door frame, I was like, okay, those could have been there, right? Like, so those could have been there before I got, yeah. got there. But to find them in my shoe after waking up is so, impossible.
1: So you said there was, like, 20 in your shoe or? was there? Not
2: not stacked up, but through the course of the night, I
1: would find them everywhere, man. I really would. So what do you think that is? Like, do you think it's messages from the other side? Do you think? I don't know, dude. Like when you started talking about
2: this and we started talking about the keys missing thing, that is such a like prominent thing in paranormal experiences. Yeah. Things going missing or things appearing that maybe there is something like scientific going on with that, that I don't know. What would be scientific? I don't know, but it's a weird anomaly. I mean, It's weird that all paranormal experiences, nearly all of them have this kind of trait, right?
1: We've talked about this before with the Bermuda Triangle and all the other stuff. Yeah. The time slips, the time warps, where something disappears from one place and appears in a completely different place. Right. And there's like a a lapse of time where there's there's time missing. So this could be another thing, but I I just don't see the point of just like random pennies appearing in a place. Like what would be the... Reason for I don't know,
0: it. but I wish they would have put us up in that place whenever we filmed Twenty Eight Days Haunt, so we could have made a little extra moolah. Yeah. So oh, I know. Yeah.
2: You could have just started asking Thaddeus for uh, quarters. Hell yeah! Can we up this up the ante there, yeah. buddy? Savannah, but it is weird. It's a Savannah's weird. Savannah's awesome. Yeah.
1: Savannah's awesome. anyways. I've been to the seventeen hundred ninety n Haven't had anything happen like that.
2: I didn't think I was. I mean, I just thought that it was going to be just one of those tourists. So was stories. that the first
1: like physical manifestation of like a a paranormal experience that you and your wife had? Or? Oh, no. No? no. Um, but this was something for Mandy that was a big deal, right? So
2: this particular one was not, she wasn't so uncomfortable about the Penny situation and this was a different time, but one of the first times that we stayed at 1790 because we've stayed up there multiple times, we stayed in what they deemed the haunted room where right. uh, Sarah took her life and all this stuff. Um, we had a, it was in the middle of winter, we had a gas fireplace there and so it ran nonstop. We never I mean, we didn't turn it off. We don't even have that capability. But we left and went to uh, dinner and then came back and like, we're get, we're getting it's weird, man. Because I set up cameras before we left, and maybe two minutes after we left, the cameras cut off all of them. Um, you,
1: you said how many were set up?
2: Uh, I had two that were set and up, they, but and I they had, both shut
1: off at the yeah, same time. Yeah, but
2: but I also had a K two meter like propped up in one of the frames as well, and it like right before the camera cuts off, it blips. I mean, it's not like extravagant, but it blips and then it's gone.
1: Yeah, right? something happened. So and then we wild. come back
2: and and I'm like, oh, I want to review the footage, and of course there is none. Right. They get cut off. So, anyway, I turned them back on, full batteries. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're getting ready to go to bed. And I'm like, I'm going to set the cameras up and we'll let them record through the night. Nope. As soon as I laid down in the bed, cameras cut back off. Turn them back on, full batteries. But the the really weird part about that is then the gas, the gas fireplace actually went out on its own, too. And it had been on all day. So I don't know. I personally think that the penny thing was more validating to me, mainly yeah. because well, they, were, physical, my, they were my shoes. Yeah. I know right. that they're... <laughs> I know what was where I went, and you, you know weren't walking I mean? around with pennies. Right? And right. Shoes there's just all day. no way that
1: that could have happened. It's insane. If you've if you've never been to Savannah in general, I would recommend. Oh going. yeah, seventeen hundred ninety end yeah, is a is a West, an awesome place. And too. then there's like the Sorrel Weed House. That's yep. where which I had is, my first awesome.
2: paranormal experience. If unintentionally.
1: you can afford
0: it, you can go to the what's the Moon River Brewery or whatever. Yep. Yeah, but you got to have a lot of money to go there. <laughs> now you do. It used well, to be. Well,
1: I, I've got I've got an end with that a little bit we may be able to get yeah, there yeah i've been there i think three times but it's haunted yeah, for sure it's for sure haunted it definitely is all right well that was the circleville letters and we talked about apportation a little bit um before we end this episode we want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor alien soda company so aliensodacompany.shop is where you can find all kinds of cool stuff for everything out of this world that is their motto their logo they're Really awesome. They got coffee mugs that are really badass. Shower um, curtains. Shower curtains. Yeah. Yeah. You, you name it. They awesome. got everything. Yeah. Dude, it's but crazy. but it's cool paranormal themed stuff. I think stuff that you guys would really enjoy. They got a bunch of really cool puzzles that you can yep. buy. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So alien soda Company dot Go check them out. We really appreciate them. They're, yeah, they're sponsored Yep. They they allow us to do what we do as well. We have a discount code, so if you want to buy something. Yep. So it's code searchers for ten percent off. Ten percent off uh and i think that's the lifetime yeah. any anything any, any, anytime every you every order. time
2: every time you order you can use that code and you know what guys these guys are uh, a growing business um just like us small fish and a big sea. so go support them yeah
1: please go support them they have really great stuff i mean yeah, they've, it's cool. they send us send us stuff you know we kind of keep it as collectible stuff but i think we need to wear some of it yeah we'll uh, wear some of on it on some and... of these podcasts because yeah. it's really cool stuff I, I think i'll be wearing some to some of my events that i go to they got really. Solid merch. So go check them out. But thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Paranormal Mind Podcast. Until the next episode, searchers out, guys. See ya. See ya.